Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back on with you folks. We cherish this opportunity to be with you every day. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. With me, as always, is my friend, my uh, podcast cohort, uh, Stephanie Wesco. Stephanie still finds herself down there at Southland Christian Camp in, in the greater metropolis, uh, I believe, of Ringgold, Louisiana, where there may be uh, six or 700 souls, but a great little town. There's a little <laughs> IGA shop or something in town. Best grapes I ever had, I think, were out of that store. So you just don't know. They were probably $17 a, a pound or something, but they were good. And uh, <laughs> most people down there were great. So she's down there with Mike and Amy Herbsters and the great folks at Southland Christian Camp, one of our favorite mm-hmm. camps. We hold them in high esteem as we do Camp Joy in the wilds of New England and those other places we go. Stephanie, I messed up coming out of Psalm 144. I you know, my brain is messed up. I made the comment that yeah. Psalm 144 was the last Davidic psalm. I was wrong. It's 145. But I think anybody that had steroids today to help their body come back to life a little bit should not be judged on that. I just Amen. want to point that out. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all steroidled up trying to, trying <laughs> to get through this morning and get some podcasts done. So uh, forgive, forgive me. Uh, God already has. So uh, with that in mind, now whose turn is the knucklehead? Um, you, you it's my turn. Yep. So yeah. it's your turn. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I've been thinking a lot about this and this kind of bothers me, but I, I, and I might've mentioned it before, but if you leave your car at a gas pump and go inside for an indefinite amount of time, you are a knucklehead. All right. You go in and pay and come right back out. If you got to go in there and do your business and stuff, that's your business. But park somewhere else first, all right? Don't sit at my parking spot waiting to get gas for five minutes when I'm out on the highway trying to move along while you're in there uh, doing it, whatever it is you're doing. I just want to say that. That's on my heart. It's on my mind. You shouldn't leave your car taking up a pump. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. And uh, with that in mind. That that must bother you because you have you have shared that nugget of truth before. <laughs> I and I'm still bothered by it. You know, <laughs> Big Red doesn't like it. You know, my pickup truck. It's like, Daddy, why aren't we moving? I'm like, Big, I'm sorry. Hang in there, man. Some idiots in there using the latrine. I don't know what to do. I feel like going into the latrine and say, Get out of here if you got that red Ford. Get it out of here. But no, I don't. I felt like it the other day though, and. uh and then someone I know was driving around her van with her kids. Well, I had one or two with me uh, with no gas in it the other day. <laughs> Do you know who that was? I might. I might know her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my buddy Emmeline was right, uh, right with a gas went. Right where the gas pump was, all I had to do was put my nose up against the window, and there was Emmeline with her nose up against the window. So here we are. We're, no, books. Oh, yeah, we can't forget our book time. So books that are right with God, Stephanie. Do you got one for us today? 
I do, Doug. Um, I love, there. there's a few books that will massively change your life. And um, I love a book that I read. I used to read books to my kids all the time. Um, and now I still try to read them books. It's just a lot harder now than it used to be. Um, but it's a book on um, Jim Elliott, Nate Saint, and it's a trailblazer book. It's a specific series. There, It's written more for kids. And um, I've been wrecking my brain here because I, I can see the front cover, but the book got left in Cameroon, which is really sad to me because it was signed. I'm sad. Uh, yeah. I got it uh, off eBay, and it had been signed by Nate Saint's son. Oh, really bums me that that book got left in Cameroon. Um, but it was, it, it, look up Trailblazer books. They're, they're specifically written for kids. And this was the book on Nate Saint and Jim Elliott and that whole group of men. Um, but God used it. And, you know, you can get, there's other books. Obviously, Elizabeth Elliott wrote Beyond the Gates of Splendor. But oh. read read a book. Um, you know, if, you, if you're reading it to your kids, get one of the child books, that, like the one that's written by the Trailblazer that's in that Trailblazer series. Um, but, but read those, read a book on Jim Elliott, read a book on, on Nate Saint, um, Eddie McCullough and, and that group of men that, that was martyred there, um, by the Aka Indians and it will change your life. Yeah. Um, I, I've been thinking about, um, we're coming up on three years here, um, since yeah. our lives changed, um, completely and. I was thinking about, you know, reading that book just this week. I was thinking about how much God used that to prepare me um, in the sense of, you know, that's when I went to God and said, God, I want to know what what that level of love looks yeah. like. for me. And it was a year later that God answered that prayer in a way. If I had known how you'd answered, I never would have prayed it. But that book changed my life, Reading reading about those men who were willing, who willingly died for the cause of Christ, for the sake of the gospel, who were willing to be fools to this world, you know, to see thousands of souls come to know the Lord Jesus and read book, read that book, read, read another book on, on them or other martyrs of the past. And it will, it'll change your life. It'll challenge you in ways yeah. that you'll never imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great book. And, uh, uh, I actually read it in a prophet's chamber and I can tell you, I think it was in Eden, North Carolina, in a prophet's chamber. But it wasn't you won from Cameroon because it wasn't signed by anybody. But uh, they had all those trailblazer books out there for the kids to read. And I really enjoyed that. I read Louis Zamperino's book. And I'll talk about that. And then maybe that's my book tomorrow. But here we are. It's a Thursday. And if you're listening to this podcast today, uh, you will find that Stephanie is starting on this day uh, while you're listening a ladies' conference tonight. So please make sure to lift her up as one of the speakers there and doing her time with the ladies and, and uh, make sure you do that. And if you're listening to this real early on Thursday, you still got time to hop on a plane, a train, an automobile, or a motorcycle to get out there or ride your bike if you happen to be in Ringgold, Louisiana. So with that, we added a bike today. Did you pick up on that, Stephanie? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, another Another mode of transportation. Another mode of transportation to getting out there. So as I had mentioned, this is the last psalm in the book of Psalms that's attributed to David. There's a lot going on. He points out God's characteristics. It's a psalm of praise. I told Stephanie, as I mentioned to you a couple podcasts ago, this is one of my favorite psalms out of the book of Psalms. And I mean, Psalm 23, it has the number one spot. Don't get worried. I'm not 
I'm not wafering from that great funeral psalm. I love Psalm 23. I get it. I love Psalm 34. I'm not, I'm not running from that either. I kind of dig Psalm 100 because it allows me to make a joyful noise, even though Liberty and Stephanie, not to mention any names, don't think I can make a joyful noise. I'm not wafering from Psalm 100. I call that the Liberty and Stephanie Psalm. But mm-hmm. Psalm 145, I haven't done that in a while, have I? I picked on you and Liberty. You- I- you haven't, but that seed of bitterness, man, it has to come out sometimes. When so. there's a root there, it's going to grow. It is. <laughs> I've noticed that. And, uh, you know, whenever there's a root there, it's going to grow, you know. And uh, so we got to keep our eye on that. It's like a friend of mine, right? He had a, uh, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but he had a third bump on his chest when we were kids. And, oh, my. Uh, yeah. This is going downhill and he haven't even started. So should we skip the story? I mean, these people are going to want to know the end of it. Now you have to finish because you started. And I'll finish as long as you admit that it needs to be finished. That, oh, my God. That well, you want to hear it. That you want to hear it. All right. I really honestly probably don't. All right, then we'll just skip it. All right, so here we are. No, I can't skip it. You guys know better than that. I can't leave you laying out there, man. Uh, anyway, so this poor kid ends up with a third bump on his chest. It was a boy. It was a boy. It wasn't anything Star Wars-ish or Star Trek-ish kind of thing. But anyway, he came to me because the doctor wanted to extract it, wanted to remove it, wanted to corduroys things underneath it and make his chest flat. And he said, what do I do? And I said, where there's a root. It'll grow. So I said all that. <laughs> I need to use that as a, as a uh, an example, probably in a sermon or alliteration. I don't know. But when I'm because I'll start laughing. Well, all I can tell you is the kid looks good today, and he turned out to be a good-looking guy. And had he left something third there, it wouldn't have worked out for him. I'm just being That's upfront with you. Really <laughs> His future wife would have been like. What's that third bump? Yeah, but anyway, here we are. We're in Psalm 155. Uh, <laughs> and w- what a day it is. So it's Thursday, and that whole steroid thing is still working on me. But it says, it I will. Ex- What's wrong? And you said it is. Yeah, man. It's, it's popping me out of my pop outedness needed. I need to pop out. I will extol thee, my God, O King. I will bless thy name forever and ever. We're doing the first 12 verses. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord. Oh, what an attribute. And greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty. Praise the Lord. Um. He's a majestic Lord, and of thy wondrous works. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness, and shall sing of the righteousness, goodness, righteousness, majesty, praise, greatness, all that good junk is going on here. The Lord is gracious and of compassion. He's compassionate, slow to anger, and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of the kingdom and talk of the power, 
to make known to the sons of the men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. There's a lot going on here. He's pointing toward God's attributes. He's talking about his might, his providential care, the way he looks out for us. And Stephanie, as we went through that, and as David was pointing out over and over again just how great our God is, just how merciful he is, how gracious he is. I mean, what's coming to your mind when you when you hear this psalmist who we've seen all over the place in the book of Psalms? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, <clears throat> I see a lot of praise um, and a lot of statements that are very encouraging. And um, as we go into it, I think it's important, you know, in verse two, it says, every day will I bless thee. I will praise thy name for an ever, ever and ever. David makes an effort every single day to take time to praise the Lord, to bless the Lord. And I see here an example set before us. I mean, we see it other, other men and women of God in scripture, Daniel specifically, you know, three times a day even before God prayed, but every day take time to bless the Lord, to praise the Lord, take time to lift him up and extol him in your heart and in your life specifically, you know, give him that time because it will make a difference in your entire outlook. And as we go into the Psalm, it's no accident that God put that at the beginning for it, for us to see who God is. We have to take that time every day to praise and bless him and draw nigh to him. Yeah, and that whole word, extol, is praise. You know, great praise, seeing what God is. I will extol thee, my God, O King. I will bless thy name forever and ever, every day, as Stephanie just said, every single day. And uh, just making it part of our routine, making it part of who we are or what we are. And, you know, that's a wonderful thing to show our children. And that's a wonderful thing. I mean, you teach a Wednesday night class at your church. And now mm-hmm. I know you teach to the little kiddos. So how old are the kiddos in there? Um, I have everywhere from about four up to um, 12. Yeah. Yeah. And, and teaching them to extol the praise. And I, mm-hmm. I remember I was thinking of this earlier when we came on. I should have looked it up. But I was remember the ABCs of praying, the adoration. Uh, and uh, I don't remember what the other one is, but to adore God, uh, you know, to, to stand in there and just adore him, to love him, to care for him, to bless him. I think that's what David's talking about here. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. What does that word mean to you? Unsearchable in this context? Well, I think it means that God's goodness and greatness is deeper wider and vaster, you know, the song, the love of God talks about, could we with ink the ocean fill over the stars of parchment made where every stalk on earth a quill and every man by scribe a trade to write the love of God above would, would drain the ocean dry. And that's the idea. The goodness, greatness of God would, it would drain the ocean dry to try to write it out. That's how, how much bigger and how much greater God is than we can ever imagine. And when we, when we reach that point, you know, I think of um, Psalm 19 where it talks about, um, I believe it's Psalm 119 um, or Psalm 19. When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers and understanding that that'll bring us to that point of what is man that thou art mindful of him and understanding that 
God is so much greater than anything we can fathom. His goodness is so much greater. It will cause you to praise him and to adore him and to want to serve him because it's very hard to, to focus on the greatness of God and stay proud. Yeah, that's right. It'll leave you in a place of broken humility. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and I think, uh, I think over and over again in lives, it's really, it's really easy to get on a prideful road. It's, uh, you know, we work and, and most of the places we work are some, there's some sort of incentive based, you know, there's some sort of, you know, and today it's like you come to work, you know, you get a pay raise because no one's going to work. But I think there's some type of incentive based things that most of what we do in life, but all of a sudden that's adamantly opposed to God. It's not about glory for us when we serve God. It's, right. it's, it's about the glory of God and, and that one generation to another and speaking of his glorious honor and men shall speak of the might of the terrible acts and declare just how great God is and abundantly utter the memory of the great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness and the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of a great mercy. I'm glad he's slow to anger because I probably made him mad twice during this podcast. The Lord is good at, uh, uh, to all, and the tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power to make known to the sons of man his mighty acts in the glorious majesty of his kingdom and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. And, you know, when we, when I looked at our separation for Stephanie and I at this, and we were looking at these wonderful attributes that David's pointing out of God, and, boy, we should search out his attributes as we see them in our life. David's saying, I've seen mm-hmm. these things in my life. And, uh, boy, friends, can I tell you something today? It's full of choices. We've been talking about that for the last, this is the fourth podcast again. And, and you, you make this choice. This is an incentive-based thing. You, you can't do more for God uh, and get promoted. You can do more for God and be recognized. You can get a martyr's crown. You can get a faithful crown. You can, you know, you can look at the list of crowns. You can get those. But that's not what it's about when we serve God. Serving God goes back to the question we posed a couple days ago is, what's the cost? What's the price? And if the price in your life is anything more than he's a great God, he's God, he saved me, it's too much because you have no right to expect anything else from God. Mm-hmm. You just have no right. And I, and I think over and over again, David's covering that. Over and over again, he's talking about praise. And this, you know, in, in this, this psalm and, and going on and talking about how David, you know, these attributes, the glory, the honor, the righteousness, all these things, this psalm of praise, this same psalm extolling, making praise even a little bigger. And, and we get to this point, Stephanie, all the time where we, we have to look at our life and say, is there anything that looks like extolling? Is there anything that looks praiseworthy? Is there anything that seems like we're doing for God? I mean, I, I think we're seeing that. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and- I think if we will take that time to step back and say, am I, am I fulfilling, you know, if you just look at life and say, am I doing what God has me here to do? If, if you're not, then you cannot properly be praising and extolling who God is in your life. 
because words are nothing if they're not backed up by action. And um, Jesus talked about it, you know, if you love me, keep my commandments. And, and if you're really going to serve God, keep his commandments. If you're really going to be praising to God, because if your life does not bear witness of the words, it's all a joke. And so extolling God is, is going to come out in your actions. It's not just going to be words. It will be a part of your of who you are. It will be part of your makeup, part of your identity, because it's it's a life-consuming commitment to praising and extolling who God is. Yeah, yeah, and and it is. You said daily, uh, every day, every day. Will I bless thee? And so it becomes a daily thing. It becomes part of our life. It becomes who we are. You know, maybe in the morning when you wake up, start by praising Him. Start by praising mm-hmm. the great God He is. That'll mm-hmm. help to wake you up. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe when you sit down and you're drinking that cup of coffee and you open in your Bible, because life without morning coffee is also known as sleep without that caffeine. So get up, get going, uh, and, and, and praise him, praise him. Jesus, our blessed redeemer. And uh, I'd sing, but I can't. And, uh, anyway, going back to, I'm not going down that road. Uh, but anyway, going back to Psalm number 145. I think if we had to wrap this up and we put it in just a few words, what would those words be? Wow. Well, coming back to Psalm 145, if I could sum up what we've gone over today, it would be the fact that God is good and he's merciful, he's gracious, and he's worthy. You know, the song that says, worthy of worship, worthy of praise, where God is. He is a great God. He is a merciful God, and God will take care of you today right where you are. Praise him. Extol him. Lift up your honor it is to serve him and to be with him and care for him. And and uh, uh, just try to bless him through your praise. I mean, he blesses you all the time. And uh, just get out there and just praise God. Praise his holy name. Lift him up and uh, set him high. He's high and lifted up, we learned in the book of Isaiah. And he he alone deserves our praise. David's saying, every single day, I got to talk to him. I got to praise him. I got to go to him and tell him what a great God he is. And I think uh, if a man after God's own heart is doing that every day, then that needs to be our place today. So go to God, praise him. At the end of this, you know, when, when we say goodbye and they play the piano music and Brother Eric's going to tell you everything you need to know to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you haven't done that, do that. But then praise God. Sit there and praise God. Hey, we love you, folks, and we're honored to be able to come across your radios. And listen, God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, You must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, 
and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.